thank God this morning for what God did not allow to happen. I was traveling on Wednesday, very early in the morning. As I drove past the bus stop, I just had a crash. Pam! And I looked back. A car that was driving on the opposite side just ran into a stationary vehicle. And normally they said, if it had been the afternoon, that that's the place where you have many Okadas, many people. But to cut the long story short, the, you know, the bonnet of the car ran under that truck. And when the man came out, I said, just be thanking God. Now, while I was meditating, I said, God, it could have been me. It's possible this man was taking his children to school in the morning. And I'm sure about 500 meters to that accident, he never thought anything could happen. Yesterday night was even too far. I say while he was driving in the morning, going to carry his children to school, 500 meters, he never thought. The brake just failed. And that was it. The vehicle, psh, but we thank God the children were, you know, some of them were wounded. Let's thank God for accident that did not take our life away. Let's thank God for the plane that did not crash. Let's thank God for the house that did not burn down. Let's thank God for our cars that did not burn down. Let's thank God for sickness that did not take us away. Let's thank God for sickness that did not take us bound in the hospital. Let's thank God Almighty. Tireni Uluwa, Jehovah Tireni Uluwa, Obawa U Tireni Uluwa, Jehovah Tireni Uluwa. O Tireni Uluwa, my Savior, Tireni Uluwa, Obawa Tireni. Tire, tire, Jehovah, tire, Niulu. Yoruba we say, Olorun ma je kari ajalu enule. What that means? How do you explain a person body who just went to toilet and was bitten by snake and then from there I'm sure many of us, before you go to the toilet now, you hope, you, don't worry. No, no snake will come to you in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. When I heard that news, ah, I wanted to do number two. I look, I say, and the devil said, check very well. I say, keep quiet. No snake will come to my house in the name of Jesus. I wanted to lift up your voice and say, Father, as the year is growing to an end, because the Bible says, Evil shall not come near my dwelling place. In my place of work, there shall be no evil. In my house, there shall be no evil. Wherever my children are and my families are, there shall be no evil. When I'm walking on the road, there shall be no evil. When I'm driving, I rebuke evil. In my transaction, there will be no loss. In the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke evil. We rebuke every form of evil and calamity. The power of the almighty God will keep us. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Please, let me flash Psalm 112, verse 7. Psalm 112, verse 7. It says, Oh, he shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. Another version says, he shall not be afraid of bad news. There is a bad news. 
the wife of Rehoabam disguised himself to go and meet the prophet of God. And he said, go and inquire because of their child that was sick. But because he has departed from the ways of God, God said, the man of God said, I have bad news for you. And he began to list all the calamities that will befall him. That is the book of 1 Kings chapter 14. If you read from verse 1. But the, where the prophet told him is verse 6. That's the bad news. There's what we call alarming news. Alarming news. The wife of Ophni is Phineas, sorry. The son of prophet Eli. When Eli heard that the ark of the covenant has been captured by the Philistines, the Bible says he, he, he fell from his chair, he broke his neck, and he died. Calamity number two. The first, the first news is that the ark of the covenant has been taken. The second one is that he can, uh, what is his name now? Eli died based on what he had. Then the wife of Phineas who was pregnant, because of the news, he heard that his father-in-law also died. Because of that news, he, gave, he, he was forced into a forced labor because he was pregnant. And when he delivered child, that child, he called his name Ichabod. That is a, an alarming news. There is also a good news. When Jesus was born, the angel Gabriel said, I have brought to you. There is also an exciting news. And that was what said I had. And God said, did I hear? Because when you tell an old, uh, a woman of uh, 90 years that is going to have a child, the woman laughed. And, but eventually, she laughed. That is an exciting news. Lift up your voice to God. He said, as you said in my hair, what will I do? You are going to pray that, Father, before this year runs out, even after this year, my hair shall not hear evil news. Over my children, over my family, over my business, there shall be no alarming news. I reject every evil news. Uh-uh. Gospel is good news. All that I will hear shall be good news. Good news of breakthroughs. Good news of blessings. I reject bad news. I reject alarming news. It will not come to me. It will not come near my family. Good news. Exciting news. That is what my ear is covenanted to hear. Over my children, over my parents, over my family, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Precious Father, we bless your name. We give you glory because you are our shepherd. You are our king. You are the one that watches over us. And you are ever faithful. The choir sang, they said, your mercy is ever constant. That you are great in faithfulness. We attest and we confirm. To you be glory in the name of Jesus. Father, this morning, as you have been blessing us, continue to bless us. Even with a short charge, please open our understanding. Every information, every revelation we need, Father, give unto us. Because we trust in your word that when men say they are casting down, we shall be singing, there is lifting up. Whatever that is going to happen in Nigeria now or in the future, all shall work for our good. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Thank you, my Father, my God. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Please, you may be seated. Happy Sunday. Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Jeremiah 33, 
verse 3. But before I go ahead, it is a great pleasure and joy to have my elders from the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Jesus Center, Ikoyi. I, I invited them to come and see their boy because they are my elders in faith. And um, they decided to come and have the flavor of Rose of Sharon in Aguara. I have with me our elder. Um, once I use that, I don't need to pull Mr. again now. Abi, Elder Yemi Adetunji. You're welcome, sir. With him is a very renowned engineer of repute. As a matter of fact, there are many projects that have been that can be credited to him. We just finished um, a six-story building at Ikoyi, and he's the one that supervises it. Please welcome Elder Engineer Akefatodu. I appreciate you, sirs. Thank you very much for the stress. I know the sacrifice will have made to be here, but my belief is that God will bless you. So later on, he'll be speaking to us on Budget Nigeria 2022, you know, uh, what we need to know. Praise the Lord. But before we... So, Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Call to me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. The New Living Translation says, Ask me, and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about things to come. Common English version. Say, ask me, I will tell you things that you don't know and can't find out. Brethren, either you believe, either you agree with me or not, we are in the age of information. So I'm going to be sharing briefly with you power of information. Power of information. Information is so powerful that the amount of information you have can either place you on top or place you below. Informations are necessary for decision makings. When you have wrong information, you will take wrong decisions and it will have wrong consequences. When people come for counseling, and I used to tell them, tell me nothing but the truth. If you go to a medical doctor and you are having a dick and you told him you are having stomach ache, which drug will he prescribe for you? Stomach ache. Will it solve your problem? So having the right information for right decision is very necessary. The truth about the matter is, as a church, there are certain things God will not change. Hello? There are certain things God will not change, but he can give you information to float above them. A very good example is the story of Pharaoh. You remember when Pharaoh dreamt a dream? That there's going to be seven years of famine. Famine. They say, sometimes you say famine, they say it's famine. I will check. Google will help me. Famine, you understand. And there's going to be seven years of plenty. God will have changed it, but it was not changed. Praise the Lord. However, that was a, an information from God. But man needs wisdom to manage the information to put himself at advantage. So what Joseph, who had the Spirit of God, did was to manage 
the information that God has given them. And at the end of the day, he told them, and that's economic management. He was able to manage the economy of a whole nation based on the information that God gave through the dream. And he applied the wisdom of God. And at the end of the day, both in famine, both in plenty, they were good to go. And I pray to God today, no matter what will happen in Nigeria, in the name of Jesus, it shall work for the favor of the church. It shall work for your favor. It shall work for my favor. In the name of Jesus Christ. Failure and success of money today has been based on poor information and poor decisions. And I can tell you, the major source of information is God. Why? He knows all things. Isaiah chapter 46 verse 10. Isaiah 46 verse 10. Again, in the New Living Translation, he said, Only high can tell you the future before it even happens. That's God speaking. In common English version, he said, From the beginning, I, the Lord, I, I, okay, I told you what will happen long before he even took place. And we see that in the life of several people in the Bible. David was, once, was such a man who took a very good advantage of good information from God to succeed. From where we read, when he went to Kayla, Saul heard that he was there. And Saul said, yes, God has delivered. You know, it is very funny that your enemy can even glorify God to harm you. He said, God has delivered David into my hands. Let me go and catch him. David also had. Hallelujah. I stand on this altar today. Every plan and the schemes of the wicked ones over your life, your business, your family shall be exposed. In the name of our Lord Jesus. So, they came. To, so, David also went to God. He said, God. And he was a man that appreciates information. And is always going to God to ask for information. And he asked God, can I? What do I do? Will these people deliver me to the hands of their uh, assault or as you flee? God says, surely they will deliver you. Based on that information, he escaped the wrath of Saul. You will escape the wrath of your enemies. In the name of Jesus Christ. Today, as Christians, you know, there are certain things we take for granted. We like praying. But we fail to understand that God may decide to answer your prayer by information. How? For instance, if you look at that, our text, Jeremiah 33, please, verse 3, he said, call unto me. What is that? Prayer. Is that not so? Call unto me, that is what? And I will, but how will he answer? Look at what he said. I will show thee. I will have thought he would say, I will do. And that is the error most of us as Christians, when we say God is not answering prayer, it may not be true. In fact, it is not true. But the way we are expecting God to answer that prayer is not the way it's coming. He said, ask, call unto me. He didn't say, I will do. I will show. What is showing? Revelation. What is revelation? Information. In the world, they call it information but as Christians, we call it what? Revelation. Because it is given by divine information. I'm just going to mention a few cases. 
where revelation has helped men. Number one, a whole nation of Israel was delivered through information. If you read the book of 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 8 to 12. 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 8 to 12. The Assyrians has been planning to attack the Israelites. But they found out that every time they perfect their plan to attack the Israelites, when they're supposed to take here, they will just go there. The king became frustrated. He said, come, is there anyone amongst us here that whenever we have a meeting, of what we, secret meeting of what we are going to do, and it's revealing to our enemy? One man said, no. There is a man of God. Even as we are planning in our bedroom, he's the one that is telling the king of Israel. So anytime they plan, to attack the Israelites, Elisha will tell them, they are passing through that place. Go to another place. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. You will not fall to the trap of the wicked. Their devices will not prosper over your life. In the name of Jesus. So we can see a whole nation. Now, God will have fought with them. He has been fighting and he will continue to fight and he's still fighting. God may decide to work in several ways. Brethren, Sometimes God may not kill your enemy. He may ask you to escape from their rot. Are you following me, Sama? And that was exactly what happened here. Even our Lord Jesus Christ, I was reading the book of Matthew, and I said, when Herod said he's going to kill Jesus, and Jesus revealed, I mean, God revealed to Joseph in the dream, take this child to, to where? Egypt. And I said, God, can you ask Joseph to carry the Lord himself to run away from Herod? Who is Herod? And there is a wisdom there. Because the time that God will make warm to eat him up was not yet done. But at that time, God was teaching us, me and you, that there are times to run. It's not out of fear, but out of divine revelation. Jesus was taken to Egypt. So if Jesus could be preserved by the power of revelation, then I and you should not joke with information. Naaman was a very great man, 2 Kings chapter 5. He has gone everywhere for the healing of his leprosy. No way. A small girl gave him an information. He said, sir, this is your problem that you are running all about. There is a simple solution. If only you can see a man of God called Elisha, your problem is solved. Look, he didn't pay for that information, but that information removed the long, age-long problem of his life. I stand on this altar again. Every information, every revelation you need that will bring healing, that will bring deliverance, that will stop and end your pains of years, May you receive it today in the name of Jesus. Remember the nation of Israel was saved from famine. Either we believe it or not, there is hunger in this land, true of us. But you will not see it. it. I say you will not experience it. There was a great famine. And any time there is famine, there will be death. There will be sickness. But the Bible says, in Genesis 42, verse 2, Genesis 42, verse 2, the Bible says, 
And Jacob heard that there was green in Egypt. And he mobilized his children to go to where they are going to get food. And as a matter of fact, they didn't only get food and prosperity. Not only that, their brother that had been separated from them for years was where the name of Jesus Christ. Don't be afraid of whatever you are. They, are, they said the petrol uh, we, we, we is going to be 300. <laughs> For you and I, there will be money to buy it. Amen. Believe me. I say for you and I, God of heaven, in family, he will sustain us. Amen. Every information that will make your business to float above every situation and circumstances, God will reveal to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I want to round up. There's this man, Rockefeller, in America. Very, very wealthy. One of the wealthiest men in their own time. He was into, part of his business was insurance. We heard that when the Titanic was built, how many of us have heard about Titanic? Google is your friend, all right? When Titanic was built, the people that built it, they boasted. That nothing, not even, when they made mistake, they say even not God will sink this one. <laughs> oh, may we not be foolish about God. They were so foolish, instead of them to make their boast, they went ahead and point to God that even you, God, you cannot. That's not where we are going. Now, they brought the document for Rockefeller to sign. And because he was a Christian, and before he, because it's, it's, it's going to be the biggest insurance business, as he, was as he was about to put his hand, the Holy Spirit said, stop, don't sign it. And he could not understand, how can they bring such a huge business? And the Holy Spirit said, don't sign. And thank God you obeyed. Ladies and gentlemen, Titanic sank. He will have lost huge money. Let me give you my own personal experience, and I will round up. Sometimes in 2007, 2008, I was having some cash. I didn't know what to do about it. May we not be foolish, though? Listen, sometimes when I'm talking, I, I was telling the youth, you can teach on two, from two languages. You can teach from the angle of success and failure. I want to teach you from my angle of failure. Because when you see a man that is always telling you success, success, and is, that he has not failed, he's not genuine. Hallelujah. Between that period, I was, money was coming. I was having cash, but I didn't know what to do about it. Lack of information. And then, that was the time, this issue of stock was, you know, we are all buying stock. We're just buying stock. We're just buying stock. Hmm. In one of our class one day, the man that was teaching on his MBA, he said, hmm. he said, this stock that you people are buying, he said, there are no fundamentals. He said, it is he says, I didn't understand what he meant by fundamentals. Are you getting what I'm saying, sir? He said, this purchases... Hallelujah. Ah, I prefer that one. Okay. He said, this thing, even when uh, Dangote was returning our money, we were angry. Why should you return our money? Maybe we want to buy stock. <laughs> so, call it long story short. I, I, I got to a stage, my stock grew. Very big money. If I, as, a, as a matter of fact, if I had wanted to buy two houses, I could buy conveniently. 
if I had known the power of information. One of my friends who bought land at uh, Isolo then, when he sold the land, several years later, he bought another one there. He used it to, uh, the money has tripled. And he used it to buy another land. That one is, so it's in big money. But because I was financially ignorant, we can pray, but financially, I, did you get what I'm saying? I could pray, but I was financially foolish. I was buying the stock. When we eventually hear that stock is going to crash in 20,000, I did nothing. Those who were smart, they were selling off. They were selling off. They were, before I woke up, millions of Naira has come down to one point something million. I said, hey, what, is it God? Did he give information? Answer me now. He gave me. Did I use it? May you not reject divine information. So brethren, while I call, before I call him up, I would like us to pray. Don't despise any information. Don't despise any information. It could be one that will transform your life. Information is power. I want you to bow down your heads. The truth about the matter is that we are in Nigeria. We are not immune to everything that will happen in Nigeria. We are not immune to bad road. There is no amount of speaking in tongues that will smoothen that bad road. There is no amount of speaking in tongues that will change the, 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 um, what the government has decided to do, except God intervene. But in it, you can still prosper. In it, you can have an edge. In it, you can be well positioned above others. I want you to pray and say, Father, every information that I need, every revelation that I need to excel, no matter what happens, Father, please give to me. Please give to me in the name of Jesus, in my business, in my career. Father, please give to me in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Help me, Holy Father. Every divine information that will make me to be different, Father, please give it to me in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Precious Father, we want to thank you. We believe and trust that you are the only God who knows the end from beginning. Spirit of God, we ask this day, even as your word will be coming out, the one that is relevant to our businesses, relevant to our individual lives, that will sustain us and still make us to flourish even under the circumstances of Nigeria until you'll intervene. Please release to us. Even as your son, your servant will be coming, Father, grant him the wisdom to speak with simplicity in a way we will understand. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praised.